This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, and ladies, it's Kristen. And Caroline. A few years ago, we published a fantastic series of pep talks, but they have been trapped behind a paywall until now. We brought a handful out into the main feed to close out 2021 and ring in 2022. And now, y'all, we are bringing you the rest. You're going to be getting three pep talks this week and three of them next week. We hope that these give y'all a little pep in your springtime step. Whenever a guy would have um, a nasty response to one of my friends, we would say, bye, Felipe. And it kind of just was this inside joke. I never really thought that anyone else would understand it or get it or think it was funny, but apparently they do. Hello, and welcome to the Unladylike Pep Talks album. I'm Kristen. I'm Caroline. Pep Talks are pick-me-ups for when patriarchy gets you down. Starring some of our favorite, most inspirational, hilarious, and brilliant unladies. Today, Alexandra Tweeten, creator of the By Felipe Instagram account, is here to help us deal with dick pics and gaslighting creeps trying to slide into our DMs. Alexandra created the By Felipe account to document and expose all of the unsolicited, weird, and sometimes downright threatening messages that women and genderqueer people receive when online dating. The By Felipe name came from an inside joke she had with friends. So whenever a guy would leave just like a nasty response to one of her girlfriends, friends, they would all recount the story and say, bye Felipe, a play on the popular bye Felicia meme. Yeah, the Bye Felipe Instagram now has 480,000 followers, and Alexandra has a book out called Bye Felipe, Disses, Dick Pics, and Other Delights of Modern Dating. It's safe to say that she has struck a nerve with online daters worldwide. So, Caroline, in the process of writing our book, Unladylike, A Field Guide to Smashing the Patriarchy and Claiming Your Space, I did some digging into dick pic research Mm -hmm. because, yes, finally, people are starting to (laughs) study dick pic behavior because it is so perplexing. Yeah. Even to academics. Well, yeah, because one thing I don't understand is that dick pics are sent to people both as like a, hey there, and also as a fuck you. Like it's used as both attraction, seduction, and trolling. Well, and the success rate of dick pics uh, is really low. I mean, I don't have any like statistics to back this up. This is like largely anecdotal. Um, But even in the research, like part of why it's so confounding is that, sure, you might be able to send like the shock value dick pic is like, oh, just like a joke or trolling. But in terms of using a dick pic as like a sexual come hither, especially if you're sending it to women, like I I know of not one who has been like, and then I got the dick pic, and that's when I knew. It's different when, okay, you go on vacation, you see a beautiful waterfall, 
You take and a it's picture. like a dick? Yeah. And you take a picture of that dick-shaped waterfall so that you can treasure it forever. Mm-hmm. But, like, a dick is not a vacation. It's not a waterfall. It's work, girl. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with the dick and then, like, have a picture to remember it by. Like, I'm fine, thanks. I don't need souvenirs. Oh, God, I got to take back a lot of photos. I'm <laughs> forwarding you. Um, yeah, and the most really troubling thing, though, about dick pics is the fact that they are being used kind of coercively, especially for, like, younger girls. So we're talking, like, teenagers, tweenagers, who are being sent dick pics mm-hmm. and being expected to then send tit pics or clit pics, whatever pics, in exchange. And it's creating that kind of pressure for younger girls who might not, at that point, have the wherewithal to know, like, one, this is bullshit. Two, like, this is not the way that you talk to me. And three, I can say no. And just using that to kind of manipulate and amp up this pressure for girls Mm -hmm. to, you know, uh, respond in kind whether or not they might feel ready to. When you were dating, did anyone ever send you a dick pic? Listen, I'm going to tell you something. No. And <laughs> it's kind of ironic because there were a couple of times when I really wanted a dick pic. <laughs> um, but I didn't get it. I didn't get it. But it was like expected that I would send things, you know. Mm. But so there, there's also like the consensual dick pic right. double standard. Right. Where like, oh, so when I do want to see it, I don't get to. But if I don't want it, then, oh, there it is. And I think to, <laughs> like sexting in general is different too. When, Like you said, when it is like that consensual tit for tat mm-hmm. kind of thing, get get kind of oh, what I, I just did there. I yeah. Um, but what's f- funny, I don't know if that's even the right word. Like there was a guy years and years ago that I was seeing and seeing is in heavy air quotes. And like out of the blue one night when he was drinking heavily, he sent me a dick pic, but like there was nothing going on on my end. So I just, I don't like opening the phone to that. You know what I mean? Oh man, that's tough. Like I've definitely sent like unfortunate drunk texts with, you know, like, hey, do me a solid. <laughs> um, but but sending sending a drunk pic, that's tough. That's a toughie. So while, Kristen, I have never received, like, an abusive trolling uh, dick pic to my personal accounts and emails and stuff like that, um, when I, years ago, was on OkCupid, okay I did receive my fair share of, like, rape threats. Um, what? Which was crazy because it was out of the blue. Like, I feel like a lot of what Alexandra and her team post on the By Felipe accounts is this theme of, like, women saying no thank you and men who had approached them initially coming back and saying, well, fuck you, fatty, or, well, I don't like you anyway, or no one's ever going to love you, but more colorful language. And if I rejected a guy on OkCupid, you know, I might get kind of a mad or sad type of response or no response. The rape threats were the ones that would come out of the blue. Like a, a man would message me and just immediately tell me all of the things that he was going to do to me. Which that kind of sounds like that's just his bag. Like yeah. that's how how he is getting off. And it wasn't it wasn't personal. I mean, whatever like cold comfort that can bring because when I went to report him, like he'd already been banned. So really? he was clearly yeah, he was clearly like a serial rape threatener. 
Well, that reminds me of a term called uh, aggrieved entitlement, mm. which is really the undercurrent of that whole, like, oh, date me, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, this assumption that, like, oh, well, if you put yourself out there, I'm going to be nice to you until you reject me, at which point I'm just going to gaslight you. I had a guy, this was, like, way back in high school um, when we were just, like, IMing and like mm-hmm. emailing back and forth. And he pulled that. Um, and I will never forget this email. So he was like a strange guy. And like at first I was like, oh, I think he's kind of cute. But then like the more we emailed, the more I was like, oh, you're kind of strange. And so <laughs> I sent the, you know, the by Felipe email to him. And he responded, ha 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 ha, you have just been mind fucked. To which I was like, uh, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to read this to all my girlfriends and we're going to laugh about it. But. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I know. And because all that anger, it's coming from a place of them just like not wanting to get rejected and like threatening their freaking foundation. Right. In which case, don't take a dick selfie. Don't take a phallogram. Well, take a phallogram and take as many as you want, but just only send them to people who ask for them. Yeah. You know, because this is also part of like in our Me Too era and the ways that we are talking about gender and power and sexuality and personal space, like, I feel like this should be a part of the conversation because it's not just about physical touching in our physical space. It's about invading our space online as well. All those power dynamics don't just exist IRL. They're all over the internet as well. And that's why I am so pumped that we have Alexander here to give us a pep talk on this because I really think that this is an area that so many people could use not just a pep talk on, but just some core solidarity. (laughs) Yeah, some validation. (laughs) Yeah, around the absurdity of dick pics. (laughs) So with that... Let's hear from Alexandra and be sure to hang around for her pep talk. I'm Alexandra Tweeten, and I'm in Los Angeles, California, and I started the Instagram account by Felipe. I think the most unladylike thing about me and what I do is that I swear a lot. I talk about sex. I have strong political opinions and I publicly ridicule men. I started by Felipe on a whim. It was really just an inside joke between me and a bunch of friends. And um, we were talking about, oh, I got this crazy message on OkCupid. And then someone else said, oh, I got something like that too. And then it was this whole entire thread and everyone's like just posting their craziest, wildest messages that they've gotten. And I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and, and we all sort of talked about why is it that when we're not interested the guy that's hitting on us will lash out and become angry. And it doesn't matter if you don't respond or if you politely say no thank you. Like the response is always the same. It's like we can't win. So I wanted to point out that double bind situation that women are in for not being interested. And I think it's something that women a lot of the time just thought was an everyday thing. Like, oh yeah, you expect you know, cat collars on the street. 
if you don't pay attention to them, they get angry. We've seen it even not in online dating, just like everywhere. And we kind of internalize that as just an everyday thing that happens to women. And when I first started the account, I wanted to point out that like, no, that's not okay. And maybe men should start thinking about how they treat women. So I personally relate to online dating and talking to creepy dudes in that I've been online dating for almost a decade. And I think when I first started dating, I I started writing about it and um, identifying myself as a feminist. And I was getting a lot of trolling feedback back then. It was still kind of a controversial subject to identify as a feminist and um I just started talking about why it's not okay for men to insult women when they're rejected. Um, I've gotten messages from men when I wasn't interested saying, well, you're fat anyway, or you're ugly, or I wasn't interested in you anyway, and why even respond if you weren't interested? And um, sort of just experiencing that rage that a lot of men throw back at women uh, when they're not interested. People send me screenshots of the worst messages that they get online dating. So um, I started categorizing them into different types of messages that people were getting. And there are a few different types. There's, you know, the fat shamers, there's mansplainers, um, racists, uh, the slut shamers, um, they're nice guys. Um, and I sort of gave them nicknames. So there's like the boring Bob, which is the average, the the everyday thing that you see, it's just like something, you're just ugly. <laughs> you know, the guy says like, oh, well, you're ugly. Uh, the second one is nice guy Nick, which is everyone knows the nice guy that um, because he was polite, thinks that he deserves a date with you. <laughs> um, the Michael Mansplainer, who thinks that he knows your job better than you do. The male feminist Mitch, which we all need to watch out for those male feminists who <laughs> think that they get a cookie for being decent human beings. Filthy Frank, there's the ones that pop up into your inbox just right out the gate with something sexual and saying how, how they want you to be involved in their fantasy without even asking you. The pickup artist Peter, who has um, all of the pickup lines that are completely inappropriate, the Trevor the Troll, which just, they just come in hot with those <laughs> insults for no reason. And then the, the Patrick Bateman, which is the actually scary guy who, you know, he follows you to different social media platforms and maybe tries to find out where you live or like shows up at your workplace. It can go, you know, it can run the gamut from just like offhand comments to actual stalking. So there's really sort of a continuum of these bifleabe situations.
So you're online dating. Okay, listen, this is actually not a big deal. Millions of people go on online dates and it's not weird. Well, it can be a little weird at first, but you'll get used to it. Think of all the things that you've accomplished so far in your life. You've come this far and you're actually an awesome human being. Also, you're so hot. This person is going to be impressed. If it's bad, at least you'll have a funny story to tell at parties. Also, if you experience creeps, don't be afraid to take up space. Definitely just make sure that all of your social media accounts are like uh, locked down and to make you feel more safe. And I think it's definitely important to sometimes take a break, step back, and um, come back to it when you feel more comfortable. But also just remember that if anything goes wrong, just like just report those people, block them, get rid of it right away, and know that no matter how many creeps you experience, just know that you are in control of your own happiness and you deserve to take up space and you deserve to tell people what you think and have opinions. And the ultimate antidote to the dumb shit you have to deal with online dating is do whatever the fuck you want. You'll feel better about yourself. You'll attract the people who feel good about themselves. And don't take it so seriously. Have fun with it and just be yourself and be awesome. Caroline, I am so here for Alexandra's pep talks because I know especially for folks out there who are actively dating or like looking for a good time, it can be hard to not let all the dick pics get you down. And it is such a helpful reminder, even just in general for all the dicks on the internet, (laughs) to know that we do have some power that we can grab back, whether that is banning or blocking them or sending them a super witty response. Um, There are ways to just basically say, fuck off and move on. Also, it's important to maintain the perspective that um, they are not all Felipe's Mm -hmm. and the better you get at saying bye to the Felipe's, maybe the easier becomes to know when to say hello to the Phillips. Yeah, to the good (laughs) Ipe's. And if you're still feeling unsure of how to deal with creepy dudes, Alexandra's got a handy tip. This woman sent me a message and she said, this creepy guy on the train asked for my number and I panicked and said I'd rather give him my Instagram instead. She wound up giving him my Instagram, the by Felipe Instagram, thinking he might take a hint. (laughs) And she said, he wasn't the brightest guy. So if you get a message from a guy named Nick that met Meg on the 526 train to Long Island, I'm sorry. (laughs) And I said, you know what? Feel free to use this account to reject unwanted dudes. <laughs> so yeah, if someone ever asks for your Instagram account and you don't want to give it to them, just spell out B-Y-E-F-E-L-I-P-E. You can find Alexandra's By Felipe account at By Felipe on Instagram. Her book, By Felipe, Disses, Dick Picks, and Other Delights of Modern Dating is out now. And check out her brand new By Felipe podcast. If you want to learn more about dating in the digital world, check out our episode 103, How to Sext, where we find out what happens when we get sexed positive. 
Y'all can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Unladylike Media. You can also drop us a line at hello at unladylike.co. And if you want even more Unladylike in your ears, head on over to our Patreon. You'll get instant access to nearly 100 ad-free bonus episodes and a new bonus episode every Saturday. You can find it all over at patreon.com slash unladylikemedia. Nora Ritchie is the senior producer of Unladylike. Michelle O'Brien is our associate producer. Gianna Palmer is our story editor. Shruti Marate transcribes our tape. Our music is by Flamingo Shadow, Amit May Cohen, and Sarah Tudson. Mixing is by Jared O'Connell. Sound design and additional music is by Casey Holford and Andy Christens. Special thanks to Abigail Keel and Aaron Nestor, plus Casey Holford, who wrote original music for our pep talk series, and Nora Ritchie, Jenny Barish, and Joanna Kelly, who contributed vocals. Our executive producers are Peter Clowney, Daisy Rosario, and Unladylike Media. This podcast was created by your hosts, Kristen Conger and Caroline Irvin of Unladylike Media. And remember, need some pep in your step? Get Unladylike. You know, Caroline, dick pics and Caroline. <laughs> yep, yep, that's the best transition. Stitcher. <laughs>